This is the Modern CTO Podcast. Mike. Joel, how are you? Dude, I love talking to you. It all, I, like, I, it's great. I like the beard. When, when did that start? Um, February. So I'm like okay. eight, almost eight weeks into it now. Any, so. any, any reason? Cause I'm, I'm growing the beard. I shaved the beard off for a long time. I'm growing the beard now working from home. So I want to, we'll go back into the office looking like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Yeah. I love it. You look great. I love the beard. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not cutting anything during this social uh, quarantine period. You're gonna, we're gonna come out looking like cavemen. Like <laughs> big beards down to here. That's, that's exactly it. I'll, I'll hopefully it'll be in time for Halloween. I'll be able to, you know, I can dye the beard and go as like a member of ZZ Top, something like there that. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at home today. I'm at home. Yeah, I've, we've been at home for uh, maybe about two and a half. I mean, this is maybe week three. We we actually jumped on it a little bit early. Um. Uh, before the before the recommendations, we didn't encourage to work from home, and uh, and I just officially today we've told everybody the office is now officially closed. Oh, so like what what's happening? There's like I, I wanted to do this like special impromptu episode because I was supposed to be out there. I think yeah, t- Thursday and Friday were the days we were supposed to be doing our thing yeah. out there, and yeah. since we couldn't, thank God we've got awesome products like Zoom and we can connect like this, but like, how did it, how did it kind of play out from your perspective? Well, the first thing, the first thing that we did was uh, we have, we do four user conferences every year. So we do one in San Diego. We call these our digital velocity conferences. We do one in San Diego. We do one in London. We do one in Tokyo and we do one down in Sydney. And so uh, our, our San Diego one is the next one coming up. It's in May. and and Around early February, when this kind of started coming out um, and people were starting to talk about canceling events and, and you had the, the, the Adobes and the, the Domos and people like that that decided that their technology events were going virtual, that was when we first started to look at it. And, we, and then we made the decision and said, we're, we're going to cancel our San Diego event. We're going to cancel our London event. And so that was May, June, uh, respectively. Uh, we don't know if we're going to do Australia and Tokyo yet, but those have always been traditionally more in the September, October, November timeframe. So those are tentative now, but, but San Diego and, and, uh, uh, London, we're going to do is virtual events, which is, is pretty consistent with what most of the tech companies are doing. But that was the first, that was sort of the first, uh, exercise and really it was boiling down to, uh, registrants that were paying the the registration fee sponsors speakers they were all saying you know hey what do we do if we're going to cancel do we get our budget back you know you know yada 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 all that stuff and so that caused us to look at it and that was really the first decision that we made was that we were going to cancel our or or uh pivot our conferences into a virtual conference rather than than a live conference uh and then it just it just kind of kept rolling that we, that we saw, you know, it's probably a good idea to encourage working from home. We want everybody to think that if you feel like you have to work from home, first off, if you're feeling at all under the weather, 
safe, be safe rather than sorry, and just just work from home. So we started to encourage that, and then it was you know really like like I, I would say three weeks ago that uh, our CEO has been very connected to this, and he said, "Listen, we're going to encourage, we're going to heavily encourage people to work from home and uh, figure it out." You know, my my directive was figure it out, figure out how to keep, you know, I mean, I have a global team, but I, but I run the engineering team, which is predominantly in San Diego. Uh, so we, we, we did some, we did some, some quick dancing to try to figure out what, to, what to do. i watched a lot of webinars, uh, started reading some books around this and, and, uh, uh, we've, we've migrated pretty smoothly. I feel, I feel actually really good about it. Yeah. And you know what? So I sent out uh, a, a newsletter essentially to everybody asking them like what they're experiencing, like what's going on, what are the big questions? And I'd say a large percentage of the responses were, uh, well, our company has been prepared for this because we're like mostly remote anyways. Or the other interesting one I heard a lot was uh, other parts of the business were pulling heavily on the CTOs to say, how do we take our part of the business and do what you guys already do because this, yeah. they were already okay with working remote. So they were like, a lot of CTOs told me they were coaching and working with the other department heads on on how to you know, get their employees remote. And th- so there's an irony there. So so I have I have the product team and I have the engineering team and I have the customer success team under my uh, my responsibility. The sales team is always largely globally distributed. Uh, our marketing team is is primarily based in San Diego, but we have we have marketing resources in region. Engineering and product are really those those two big teams that were mostly in San Diego. So we so we're launching a, a second engineering team now um, in a different location. But we were we were, the engineering and product teams, which you would mostly think would have been more of the remote performers because it's hard to find good engineers in one concentrated geo area. Those were the two teams that I was really worried about when I went to my other teams and said, how are you guys doing? They said, oh, we're fine. We're, we're used to running remote. Uh, you know, we already have, we're, we already are global teams. And so uh, it was pretty easy because the team that I worry about were engineers and, and these are, you know, tech savvy, gadget friendly people anyway. So it's been a really, I think it's been a really easy transition. So one thing I, I, I tend to be a pretty positive person. Uh, I spend a lot of time in the area of, you know, self-improvement and trying to grow largely because there's a huge part of my life where I didn't. And then I figured out if you focus on this stuff and you work at it, you can actually improve your quality of life. Um, and when, when we've got, you know, I think a lot of people in the past five, 10 years, have found it easy to get away from like the news because we have all of these streaming services and we can just pay. We don't have commercials. It's great. And so we, we've kind of gotten off that, uh, that news cycle. But then when the, I noticed that when the epidemic is happening, like it's so easy to slip right back into yeah. that 24 seven and get that fear feed coming at you. And so how, how do you approach like keeping the team positive when that's like a new thing to contend with? So, so the first thing that we uh, went through was I try to make sure that when we're starting to do, well, for, first, let me back up and say, as a remote person, I mean, and, and you'd imagine I'm, I'm, 
I'm fairly talkative when it comes to the conversations that we have, even in, in any sort of group setting, I've realized that uh, being remote is, is creates an unlevel playing field. And when you have these meetings where you have eight people sitting in a conference room and one or two people that are remote on a zoom, it's an un, it's an unfair communication playing field. And so immediately the first thing I decided was, if to be that one guy that's remote when there's a room of, of seven other seven or other people in the room and, and you're a guy like me that wants to talk a lot, this is this is torture. So so my new policy on this is if if anybody if any single person is remote in a meeting, we're all remote. We're not gonna work in uh, conference rooms and have 90% of the people in a conference room and one person remote. We're all gonna work from our desks and we're all gonna be on on Zoom or whatever. Google Hangout, whatever we choose to use. So I want to do that to up-level the playing field so that everybody has the communication and somebody could be like, hey, you know, I want to talk, I want to talk. Um, so, I, so I want to, intro I'm, I'm introducing that. That's going to be something that that is just a policy of mine going forward. Um, in these times, I try to make sure that we spend the first five or maybe 10 minutes of every meeting now just socializing. You know, I want to talk to people about how they're doing. I want to tell them interesting stories. I'm constantly trying to think about funny stories that, you know, even if I have to embellish to make them funny, to, to get my, to get my employees laughing. You know, the, my latest one is I woke, and this is kind of a, this is actually a very true story. I don't have to embellish this. I woke up yesterday with what I thought was, was an incredible fever. I, I was, I was burning up all over and I thought, oh man, I've got it. I've got the virus. I don't know how, but I've got, but I've got the virus. Then I realized one of my dogs had stepped on the power button to my electric mattress pad cover and I had just been <laughs> heated up in bed. And so I woke up sweaty, think I had a massive fever and it turns out I was just being overheated out of my bed. Um, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to be human around that and I'm trying to lighten people up. Um, we've created a whole slew of Slack channels around uh, just tips channels for parents with kids that are having a homeschool, people with pets, entertainment, uh, books, movies, things like that. We've created all these and we're just trying to get this sort of social exchange where I, I've, now I've seen pictures of, I mean, I've been in the office with all these people for for years, never seen their animals, never seen their kids. Now I'm, I'm inundated with pictures of my, my employees, pets and their kids. And, uh, and I'm telling them to embrace it. And if, if your dog barks in the background, awesome. See if you can get him in the screen. Um, and if your kids come in and ask you a question, introduce her, introduce him to us, whatever it is. But I'm, I'm trying to get people to embrace that we're doing the right thing by this social separation and kids and snacking and maybe even a late afternoon rosé go along for the ride in all of this. Yeah, it's amazing how like it's it's allowing us to be a little more human, yeah. which is it's pretty interesting. It's just life is beautiful in that way because with great, you know, it's like the equal and opposite thing. There's there's bad and then there's good and so like what there I've just spent a lot of time training myself to figure out like, what's the opportunity here? Like, for example, our sales stuff, right? Because we sell something that, you know, is a, is 
you know, it's leadership training, right? Right. And so we were, we were looking at that and we were saying, all right, well, what do we do? And, and I said, well, look, companies like Zoom are growing massively. There's companies that are in healthcare that are doing the best they've ever done. I was like, our solution is a valid solution in the market. Like when people aren't doing fear stuff and their company is growing, they like our solution. Like you guys are a customer. Like yeah. it's a useful, it's a useful thing. And so we just need to redirect our attention to just focusing on those accounts. Like let's, let's right. make sure our new outreach is the people who are profiting and growing over these next four months. And we don't even have a problem. And that's all perspective because I could equally have said, no one's going to buy. Let's just like curl up and die. And it's like, absolutely not. Yeah. There are people yeah. out there and you just have to focus on those. And the same for your business. Like somebody's going to be doing really well and there's going to be markets for you that open up that didn't exist before. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And the other thing too is, is the, uh, you know, I mean, just based on, just based on the, the, the training and the education, and the service you guys provide, uh, which again, like you said, we are a customer. Now you've got companies that uh, may not be uh, strongly rooted in, in how to manage people remote and how to have difficult conversations with them remote. So you, you've, got a, you've got a whole new line of content that, that's focused around the remote, you know, now it's remote leader bits that, that is, you know, or the social distance leader, right? I mean, there's, there's a whole new line of content that you guys can provide. Um, and, and I, I agree. I'm, you know, I'm probably naturally, or I'll say historically more of a negative person, but I've, I've been this last year and a half, I've been trying to be much more positive. And quite honestly, this, this, being more human, uh, and, and not feeling, I mean, I've been doing Telium. I just hit my 12 year anniversary with Telium mm. and, and that, that's a, it's a, it's a big chunk of my life uh, dedicated to this. It's like a kid. It's, yeah. it's yes. And then it's <laughs> 12 is not a good age for a kid either. Uh, that's a difficult time, but, but the idea is, you know, I don't, I don't want to always feel like I have to go into the office five days a week. And, and I spend a lot of my time when I'm in the office communicating with people and coaching and, and, uh, and helping them vet ideas and helping them, helping them grow and expand their careers. Uh, I, I, I'm actually very much looking forward to this forced initiative because I'd love to be working from home one to two, maybe even three days a week in the future. And, and to know that I know how to do it. And I also, I'm optimistic about the economy too, because like we were growing 30% a month, right? Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with the underlying nature of the economy. Right, right. It's all psychology and fear of uncertainty. It's like people are scared of the uncertainty, but that's not like we have an actual bottom line problem in our economy. There's right. like two very, very different things. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, look, some people are going to freak out for a couple months. People are going to put pauses on stuff. And that's how people have been. They're like, Oh, we're just going to put a pause on this because you know, we, we need to put a pause. And, and then what's going to happen is everything's going to work out. Yeah. You know, the government's going to, I mean, we're all in this together. Like there's a reason why they open up and they do the stimulus efforts and stuff. And they're doing it in every single country in the world. It's cause like we all need the economy to do well. Yeah. And, and so it's just going to be a little bit of fear couple months and I, I'm watching I'm pretty familiar with China because my sister lived there for like five years and so okay. I've been watching China a lot and dude they're all like 
posting articles about how their life's back to normal and they're fishing in ponds and like they're so glad the the thing's over and there's like no new cases and it's like they're all joyful over there and I was like all right well that was look that was like a two-month thing as long yeah. as the rest of the world's not like hold my beer <laughs> you, know, you know right can I have a sip you know <laughs> <laughs> watch us do four months two months eight months you know yeah <laughs> we don't right. want yeah. that yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, but I think everybody wants to get back to to better. You know, you know, I th I think they do, but but I think the other side of it is um, is where we're challenging people to be uh, to be to be more innovative in other areas. I mean, washing your hands is not a bad thing. We we are we're probably a little bit, there's, you have those people that you look at that are say, oh man, you're a germaphobe. You're always washing your hands. Now he's the cool kid. And, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Hygiene is a, is a good thing. And, and you know, the other thing is, is we definitely have a, uh, you know, we have kind of an exercise challenge here in the, in the, I, I think, I mean, probably worldwide, but uh, predominantly in the U S and, and I see that, that home gym equipment and, uh, dumbbells and and things like that are becoming they're there it's a hot market for that right now and people are looking at in-home exercise systems so i i there's just good stuff going on you know the 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 internet companies are are are, are uh living up to the challenge i haven't seen uh you know the the internet breakdown that that people were worried that netflix was going to cause i mean i think i i think we're we're working on new skills and i think it's good for us yeah, like the Peloton came out with special offers and like all, you know, I have found, I use this one guy's workout, like Jeremy Ether, I think is how you say his name. He's a YouTube guy. Yep. And I normally do his like gym workouts and uh, he's put a special like at home one uh, for people that didn't like have full of gym equipment. And then like the group that I'm a part of, I don't use Facebook like much at all, but I do go check this workout group that I'm a part of. And like everyone's posting like their different pictures and it's really fueled like in, in our Slack channel, we're sharing memes, we're talking yeah. like it, it's really, it's odd how the forest, like the, we were forced to go distributed and we're coming closer together. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, uh, uh, my, uh, my, my employee and my team leaders have been, have been pretty fantastic so far. I'm, um, I'm really lucky. Uh, they've, you know, the, just the, just, just seeing, you know, it, it's odd because I'll walk around the office with people, but you just don't get to see the, the, the human side of people because it, you say hi or bye, but when, when you see somebody write a post and, and talk about how uh, this movie is really great and people that are interested in this should watch it. People are just, uh, we're, we're just, we feel like we're in it together. And, uh, it's, it's a great, uh, it, being a facilitator for that is a great feeling for me. What are you guys noticing with like your customers? How are your customers responding? Are they like, is everyone still holding or are people communicating and saying, we're going to like put holds on stuff? Like, what are you noticing as far as how other companies are reacting with their budgets? It's, it's definitely a mixed bag. Um, you know, is you, when you get into the airlines and the, and the cruise lines and the, and the, the hotels, they, they are definitely okay. Hold on, hold on. We need, we need to slow down, but we know that this is going to swing back. And, you know, I mean, if, if you ask me, I, I think, 
I think cruise lines is maybe taking a, taking a little bit of a devastating blow. Um, I think that one's going to take a long time to get back. Um, I think that the shorter that this goes on, I mean, honestly, if I was an airline and I was a hotel, I would be doing so much marketing for social separation and being conscientious to be at home because the more time that goes on with this, the better that, that people get doing virtual meetings and doing remote. I mean, I was just on a two hour sales meeting this morning. Um, and we had, we probably had 35 people on the meeting all over a zoom. The more time that goes on with us figuring out the virtualized nature of this, the, the less I'm going to travel to go on site to see my prospects and to see my customers, because it's just going to be so easy to pop on a zoom and, and do it with them. And so if I were an airline, I'd be spending my money on 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 social, you know, social distancing and trying to get them to be conscientious because I'd want to get I want to get the business back. I, I think that business travelers, I don't know what the percentage is, but I think business travel will see a longer term reduction by a certain percentage. I don't know, I don't think it's 50, I don't think it's 80, but I I I think it's gonna be five to ten at least. Um, and that's going to hurt the, that's going to hurt the hotels. It's going to hurt the airlines. But then on the other side, you know, there are companies that are, that are media companies obviously doing very, very well. Um, some of the, uh, you know, grocery chains, things like that. They're, they're doing more home delivery restaurants. They're, they're doing, they're having to be more innovative about it. I have companies that are very big e-commerce um, you know, multi-brand companies and also have big store presence, they're, they're kind of doubling down. They're realizing that the future for them is going to be e-commerce. And so they're thinking about letting their point of sales, um, you know, geolocations fall by the wayside gradually while they strengthen their e-commerce chops. And that's, those are, those are, those are great things for me. Those are great things for Telium. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I didn't think about it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the in-store companies. Uh, I, I, did, I read one case study um, in China about a makeup company that shutter, uh, you know, shut a bunch of like thousand plus of its locations and then like increased its sales by 200% just by focusing all its energy on social media. And yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's exactly true. And, and I mean, from a margin perspective, it's, it's, uh, it, it's significant. And so with, with that, uh, just with that, I, you know, you know, I think that um, I, one of the big conversations I just had this morning was the, the largest use case for, for a very large um, financial serve insurance type company. The word is digital adoption, right? They want to know how many people are calling into their call centers so they can deflect that to digital adoption. And that's, it's brilliant. It's the right strategy for them to do because that, that stuff has a lot of cost. but, but that's their, that's their focus now in, in companies now in 2020, um, into 2021, it's the digital adoption is going to be a very popular phrase with a lot of companies out there. Digital adoption. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do I get, how do I get people for, for the Wells Fargo's and the bank of America? If I can reduce the number of people going into my, into my physical locations down by 10% and to get those, people doing it over a mobile app or over the website. It's, it's huge gains for them. And, and now in the context of privacy and uh, you know, and, and some of these kind of, I don't want to say I'm, I'm looking for a word, but, but just around sort of the disease uh, uh, and disease exchange, those are, those are positive things to have 
fewer people going to their branches. Yeah, I actually um, had to go in because like they don't let you mobile deposit certain size checks. You have to go in. And I, when I went in, they said, yeah, because of this, we actually just today increased the business mobile deposit uh, you know, to, I think it was like $25 or $50,000 a day. Nice. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Cause before it was like five or 10. And I was like, that's so much better. Cause like now I don't have to come in. I can just do exactly what I'm doing with, with the other checks. And so I thought that was a pretty good move. I think that's, that's something that's really smart, but there's really not a reason to go into a bank location anymore. I, you know, maybe, to, maybe to, for notary services, something like that, you've got to sign something over for your account or, or things like that. But, um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's going to become, the exception case. I, I, by the way, just, just to interject, I love the high roller plug that you just did there. Right. That was awesome. Like, yeah, you know, I, I have to go, I have to go into branches because I, there's only a limit. There's a limit to the amount of checks that you can cash online. So I have to go in. Love it. Love it. You know, I love it. It's, <laughs> I scripted that last night too. No. <laughs> No, I was with my wife though. And I was like, I guess we gotta like go in. <laughs> yeah. No. And it's, and you know what it's going to be is it's, it's that the reality is, is when you get into these services organizations and, and understanding what, um, what customers want, the idea is that I'm going to do some of the mundane stuff, like, like balance checks and, and verify bill pay and, and verify my, uh, you know, verify the, the last clear payments and credit card bills. I'm going to do all that stuff online because that's relatively mundane. When I do go into the bank, it's because I need something. And now, now we're back to, you know, what the U.S. is, which is, is really a services, you know, we're, we're a services industry. And so the idea is that now when I walk in that door, I want them to, I want those people behind the, behind the counter to know really why I'm there. Um, what I was, what I was doing on my mobile app, what I was doing on the website, or even in the call center before I came in there, I must be there for a reason. And there, there's, and now I have the ability to get, uh, to get a rich and relevant customer experience from that person. And that's, you know, that's that's again, it's a nice place to be. It's a, it's 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 got that human effect, and it's got that human value effect to it. So, so I I. I, there's, there's a lot of opportunity for people that, that want to look on the bright side of things and say, Hey, this is, this is where we're going. I can embrace it and, and make it better. Yeah. We actually got two, two new leads that came in this week because uh, they're global companies and their leadership conference that they were doing, they were taking everybody to like one place for leadership conference got canceled. Yeah. Like, well, now we have this budget. What do we do? And I was like, we can help with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Write me a big check. I can cash it because I go in the bank. Yeah. I can go to the bank. Yeah. I can take it into the bank. <laughs> now I can mobile deposit because they've looked right. at the limits. Yeah. 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 That's so um, funny. Show up at the bank. Uh, oh, no, man. Dude, I love talking to you. This is yeah, like. Yeah, we got to do this more often. It's I, I, I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm, I'm energetic. I'm energized now. This is. It's good. It is definitely good. I was looking forward to you guys coming out to San Diego um, and we'll definitely have to reschedule that. But yeah, I do. I look forward to it. I, I always look forward to chatting with you. It was interesting. So I, uh, it was leading up to it, right? Everybody knew about the stuff and I was talking with my parents. So my, my brother and stepmom, both physicians and they're like, yeah, we're, you know, it's like, 
well, this was a couple weeks ago. They're like, yeah, you should be fine. We'll give you like a steroid shot or something, uh, you know, to help with your immune system and, and you'll be able to travel and all this stuff. And then as it got closer, you know, I had booked other, we've got, just so you know, we've got like five customers within two hours of you. Nice. I don't know if, nice. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but if you haven't met these guys too, uh, Brad Sosa from AVI Systems, super I know, cool guy. I know Brad. Oh, you know? Yep. Oh, you know Brad? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. they're LeaderBits customer. That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, we and then Darren from Animal Logic's pretty cool too. They make the some of the cool movies, children's animated movies. But uh, slowly, everybody was like, uh, "Well, you know, we're we're thinking about you know closing the office or something." We're like, "Okay," and like, "Oh, do you, are you sure you want to come?" And for me, it was awkward because I was like. You know, I don't want to like, I really want to see everybody, but I saw everyone kind of retracting. I was like, you know what? Let's like, let's not go. And then as it got closer, I have um, family and the government and they were like, oh, there was probably going to be some airport closures. That's possible. And, uh, and I was like, oh, well, I don't want to go and get like stuck over there. And then in, and in like two days, everybody just shut down. And like California was like, we're not doing anything. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't go over there. Uh, and I'm so glad like that everything worked out the way it did because, uh, you would, I would not want to be stuck over there. Right. It's not bad. I mean, it's not bad to be here, but, but you know, the reality is, is, uh, uh, you would have been, you would have been one of the ones that we would have kind of slow played or, or been, been very like, I don't want to tell Joel no, because, you know, honestly, it would be really good to see him. Like, immediately I could go and say, sales guys, quit bugging me. I'm not talking to you guys at all. Right. So there's, there's the easy chopping block of people that it's like, I don't want to see these people anyways. And so I'm going to tell them I'm not meeting with anybody. Yours was one that we kind of waited. And, and I even remember dealing with your, with your EA on it thinking like, yeah, you know, it's I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about saying that this is not a good idea, but, but let's keep it open for now. And then it was, we'll still do it if you guys really want to come out here, but, but maybe it'd be better if we postpone it. So yeah, I was, I was definitely looking forward to you coming out. Well, and, and we'll do it again. Um, oh yeah. But you're, but you're that, you're that kind of personality. It's like, yeah, you know what? If, if someone's telling you no, not to come out, it's a definite no, because it means there's absolutely no option to have you come out. Oh yeah. And I, it's, it's just, I love the, um, and the reason why I talk about it right now with you is because I always like to, you know, you've got your internal state and you're like, I think, I think, I was like, I think Mike's being nice. I don't know if he wants to say, and I was like, but I, I also don't know. And it's like, this can, it's like this area. And I'm like, I can't wait till we get to talk to like validate, like that we're both intelligently, like emotionally on the same wavelength. And, yeah. uh, it's just kind of like, we're cool with whatever, like, um, but yeah, it's just also, if you were like an average person and like, I would have been like, nah, we're not going, but if I really like you, so like, dude, you gotta see Mike, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll, I think back half of the year, uh, yeah. everything will be, will be chill and we'll all get to get, and we've, we've, we've had like, you know, seven, I think it's like 70 of your people are going through the leader bit stuff and we see all their responses and engage with them like Fabiana and our coaches. And everything. I was like, Oh, we're so, I can't wait to meet all these people in person. By the way, uh, Fabiana has said, and this is like no bullshit, 100% true. She, she said that uh, you as one of our clients have some of the best leaders period. Like, she's awesome. like the responses she shows me, we do um, analysis of the uh, challenge entries 
uh, reflective behavior responses. And she shows me them and she's like, shows me how they think and like why she highlighted certain ones for me. And cause we need to know like how people are responding to our content. That's how we improve our content. And yeah. I'm like, I look at some of the responses from some of your leaders, dude, you have a seriously good batch of people over there. Uh, that's, you know, it's really good to hear. I, I, you know, I, I kind of knew that because, because I, there's a lot of passion with, with a lot of our staff, but I get, uh, I get a lot of my managers that are sending me posts from, uh, from new employees that, that are going through. Um, and yeah, honestly, the leader bit stuff is starting to be a little bit infectious here. People are, uh, pe more and more people want to, want to do it. Uh, and they're not just these little one, two, three word answers. They're, people are literally spending time and, and spending more time than, than you know, we had normally anticipated when we were talking about this. And I think that's, it's fantastic. And now it's, it's uh, um, yeah, it's just kind of a, it's kind of a staple. And, and honestly, my team was excited to, to meet you and to give feedback on, on stuff because they have a lot of idea. I mean, there's going to be a lot of ideas coming your way. We, we probably should should continue that uh, because I, because I think my team has a has a lot of recommendations on on things that uh, Leaderbits could do for them. Yeah, we just so you know, very important. Like the the feedback we've gotten from you has directed the product a hundred percent. You as a customer with all of your lead like our top customers, right? Like awesome, you're incredibly important to us uh, because like you know, you really get to choose to do people like business with the people that you like. And we actually look at, we looked at our 2018, 2019 customer list and we picked all, not just the customers that made us the most money, but the customers that we like doing business with the most. And the ones like we said, okay, let's take the top few top 10 customers, the ones we want 100 more of. And then we've changed all of our marketing uh, outreach and everything this past uh, couple months at the beginning of the year to focus on essentially founders like you, Darren, Brad, like this, this profile we put together of these people. Um, it's like the way you think we looked at your LinkedIn profiles and your biographies. Cause we're trying to really identify the human. We want more humans that are like you guys yeah. because you're the best customers to work with. And so I thought that, uh, I thought you should know that. No, it's, yeah. it's, I, I think every company should go through a, should go through an exercise like that where they identify uh, their ideal customer profile. I mean, we, we bounce that term around internally. We call it the ICP, but it's, it's the ideal customer profile. And uh, you know, there may be some verticals that you are very aligned with and some verticals that you aren't so much, but, uh, but, but yeah, personal preference and, and just, just overall happiness is, is definitely a reason to work with somebody. So let's do a quick recap. Okay. Right? You had a lot of people in person at your office. You also had remote teams, but you guys made the transition pretty smoothly, right? I feel really, I, I feel really, really good about it. Um, and, and, I'm, and I've seen just an amazing adoption. Connecting on Slack, getting to know people's dogs, kids, pictures, socially coming together digitally. Um, we actually, oh, quick tip that we found. We found that Zoom was better than Slack for coming together because of the way the face is organized on the screen and the connection quality. Have you guys found that? We, you know, it's, it's, it, it's funny you bring that up because I installed the Zoom plugin on Slack and it's really neat. You can just push slash, slash Zoom. Oh, really? There's a plugin. There's a plug, there's a Zoom plugin for it. It's, and it's really, really good. 
and uh, you just do slash zoom and you hit enter and it, and it and you go into a channel or you go into with a group of people and push slash zoom and it and it gives them all the information with your zoom credentials right then and there um, and I did have some people on my team that said you know you could just do slash call and do a and do a slack call but I found that the stability of zoom and just the just the 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 for lack of a better word the intimacy of zoom is better and so 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 we're using that but we do we still bounce there's some people where we use hangouts there's some people where we use where we do slack calls what i find that it's more like if i want to do something one-to-one -one, slack call works pretty well i still i still do have some reliability issues hangout works works pretty well for that but but we've Zoom has kind of been Zoom is one of going to be one of those those vendors that really helps carry us through this. Yeah, have I introduced you to Harry yet? I don't think so. Uh, this guy, it, we need to find. I'm going to actively put in the back of my mind like an excuse to like I'm going to talk with Harry some more. Uh, have him back on again this year because you guys personality wise would like really hit it off. Harry, Good. Harry is pretty cool dude. Um, and then so you've kept your team positive. You've communicated a lot. Everybody knows that like they're their job safe the company's going to do well things are going to continue to improve they, they do in fact i think that uh, you know we're we're a uh we pioneered some of this customer data platform industry and uh we're very well funded we've you know we've got a thousand customers we're uh we're, we're a well capitalized business but we've we, we've started a movement on understanding customer data and the value of that that we've seen a lot of these other small companies come into uh into our industry and 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 try to do some of the things that we that we do uh, not a great time to be a startup right now you know to, if you're if you're not well funded this is not a really great time to raise vc in my opinion um and so so i do think well, that we're definitely we'll, not everybody clammed up 100 percent. we were just about to close around literally we were like 30 days away from closing the round and everyone's just like whoop pulled back yeah and i said this is why we focused the back half of last year on becoming break even yeah because, and and not growing too much because we're at break even right now and which is i think is amazing for your first two years in business right absolutely absolutely and so, and so we weren't dependent on the investor capital. So we got to set better terms and, and do it slower or at the speed we wanted. Um, so the fact that everything clammed up and they're being transparent and everything with us, we're like, everybody stopped. Uh, but the fact that we put the company in that position and we worked really hard to in like October, November, December to, to get us there. But yeah, I'm so glad we took that yeah. step back and did that. And uh, yeah. You 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 got to raise money when you don't need it, and uh, and you never know when something. I mean, I, nobody expected this, but but you never know when something like this is going to pop in, and so there there are going to be. I mean, I'm I'm keeping my eye on on some of these small companies that are doing some pretty cool innovative things because I think I there's up. there's going to be some fire sales coming in. There there have to be. So um, so in that sense, you know, we feel we feel really good. I mean, we're conscientious about um we're you know we're doing a, a double and triple check on 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 some expenditures that we do to make sure that we you know that we need them right now uh you know stuff that we had planned to do right now that could certainly wait for 60 days uh, you know those things we're just looking at we're just trying to be conscientious we're we're i wouldn't say that we're necessarily slowing down our hiring plan 
but again, we've our, our CEO has gotten into the loop to make sure that he's um, he's just now approving every every hire and every job listing we do, just so he can stay in touch with it and keep an eye on it. So uh, just more more attention. You just put yeah, more attention yeah, in some certain yeah, places. Yeah. Also, it's, it's, watch the talent because what's going to happen is these startups are going to fire sale or crumble up, and you're going to want that extra cash to pull some of that top talent at a more reasonable rate. It's it it they're all they're all things that you know it's just it's all opportunity for us to uh, to think innovatively around you know whether it be getting new talent whether it be uh, acquiring somebody or whether it be just following you know prudent business practices to make sure that we're that we're covered we we've got enough money in the bank to last for the next two years so we can certainly ride this out very very comfortably. Uh, so I, I, I feel good, but you know, again, the, the, the culture and the, the passion, uh, and the sentiment of my employees is, is, um, uh, it's a new thing that's, that's, uh, that, that I'm, that I'm spending a lot more extra time on. Um, I'm doing a lot more one-on-ones, uh, and I'm, you know, again, I'm just, just trying to be more of a person, uh, with, with my employees and, and, and that, that works well for me. I think I'm a fairly likable guy. Any, yeah, you are. You definitely are. That's why when we were like, who do we have on? Like, definitely Mike. We should definitely have him. Um, what, what sort of advice or insight would you have for, uh, let's say, CTOs that are maybe a bit, let's go on the on one side of the spectrum here. Let's say like some newer CTOs. Uh, maybe they've got like 100 plus people at their company. Uh, they're They're going through this and they're looking for someone who's got some more experience. Like, you know, what, where should they be focused? What should they be doing right now? I, I, you know, I think it's, I think there's the positivity theme. I think you have to look at what the positive, uh, what the positives are of this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm staying focused on the idea that, uh, I, you know, I get to, I get to be, I get to be in my house. I get to spend a little bit more time with my dogs during the day. Um, I am, I'm looking at, uh, the, the future, maybe three months or six months down the line where maybe I will be able to work from home one, two, maybe even three days a week, maybe even a week at a time. You know, if I have contractors or things like that, that are coming in, I'm not going to feel like oh, I really want to be here in case they need me, but I, I just have to be in the office. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to establishing that, that technique and that skill of, of being able to work remote if I need to. Um, that's one of them. I, I think the other thing is, is just, you know, it, it sounds obvious, but this, this concept of staying human, you know, don't get pissed off at your employees because a dog barks in the background. That stuff happens. Um, uh, don't be pissed off because somebody's kid runs and asks their, their mom or dad a question about if they could have a, a juice box. That's that this is life. Right. And so embrace it, you know, and, and I think that that's, um, I think that's important. I think there are times where, where being on video is an important mandate to say, look, we want to see each other and we want to, we want to do it, but don't use it as a technique to say, Hey, I want to make sure you're getting up and taking a shower and dressing for work. If someone says, look, I got to go off camera for a couple minutes, let them it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's just, it comes with the territory. And so I think, I think to look on the, uh, you know, to, to try to put yourself in other people's shoes 
to understand what they're going through. I, you know, I've got a great office that's nice and quiet here. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm blessed. I look at people and I see them. They're on their dining room tables because they don't have places like this to work. Um, one of my guys, he's like, I have to work in my spare bedroom. And there wasn't enough room for me to set up a desk. So he panned over the left. The mattress was propped up against the wall just so he could work in there. And it's like, you know, man, I, I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm lucky. And, and I need to understand that not everybody is so lucky about that stuff. So you just got to be compassionate and you just, you just got to realize that everybody's got their jam and you got to kind of let them have it. And, and, and to add to that, like those, those people that, that do that, that's a story. That's a memory. And, and, and in 10 years when, when they do have their office at home and things like that, they're going to remember like, without struggle like there's no greatness without struggle like right. it just right. doesn't right. exist yeah yeah and we're right. all at we're all at different points but man I, I i love how articulate you are i think that is some amazing amazing insight and advice anything else you want to you want to get out there to the world no you know we're we're, we're going to get through this i, I think I, I think we have to look at the greater good i think i think as as company leaders, you have to look at your you have to look at your at your as your company and your employees as a whole, and, and do things for their benefit. And I and I think just as as humans and and, and as Americans, we, we we have to look at the the country as a whole. And you know, if you're if you're still going out to bars, if you're if you're still going out to the beach, you know, you're kind of being an ass. And and I think it's I think it's time to to you know drop a little of the narcissism and, and, and realize that, you know, the, the faster we make this go away is by working together. And, and, you know, I'm, I look at people that are going out and, and still out in public. And, and I think, you know, if we had the tests and things like that, it'd be a much different story, but for every day that they're, for every day that they're out there goofing off, it's two days that I got to be cooped up in this place. And I think it's just, um, I, I, I think it's fairly selfish these people that are still going out. So I, 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 I think this is a good time. I think, I think as, as just humans, we, sh this has taught me, I need to be more selfless. And, uh, and I think that's what we need to do more of. Yeah. I was pretty resistant to it at first because I like the gym and I was like, damn it. <laughs> like <laughs> I want to go at the gym, but then I was like, you know what? I'm like, figure it out. Like, let's find these YouTube home workout videos. And I was, I was on the phone last night. So, uh, I made 10 years ago. It's always interesting. Like the friends, you know, way back then they turn into people today is like our County, co uh, commissioner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, uh, yeah. And so I was on the phone with him last night and we live in what's like every other year we win best beach in the United States. Right. And it's okay. spring break right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the kids are out of school that live in a beach town. And so what's happening is they're flooding the beach having parties because yeah. it's their spring break. Yep. And we, I was on the phone with him last night and he's like, well, we had this interesting issue of trying to close the beach because it's never closed in history. So there's no gates. <laughs> and we live in a beach town where there's like tens, tens and tens of miles of like beach and like hundreds of these like little beach accesses and they don't have gates and like, what can you do? So they partnered with the, um, the construction side of the government and last night they dropped these cement construction barriers they had trucks just dropping these cement construction barriers wow. up and down the coastline to keep everyone out um to keep all the cars out of the parking lot because they don't have gates on the on these accesses 
And uh, he goes, he goes, the frustrating part about that is now all the kids that will still ignore that they will park in like residential areas. And so what they had to do is they had to uh, staff the staff, the lifeguards, because if people drown, it's like government issue, right? Yeah, so they, they're still staffing the lifeguards, but with a red, no, no swim flag. Yeah, like you're not out in the water staffing lifeguards and cement barriering everything. And then just dealing with the complaints from the residents of people parking. And uh, he's like, that's all you can do because you really can't like put a swarm of cops out there. Like that gets a whole, whole, whole different mess. And so I was like, wow, it's such an interesting issue to have. Cause like everything you do, there's a reaction, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this to be over too. And I'm also excited for the increase and in like it got everyone who was uncomfortable or on the edge with remote work, understanding that with the right KPIs in place, with the right business indicators in place, you can let people work remote yeah. from home and things get done. Yeah, no, and it's, and it's, and, and now that you are remote, um, people are thinking more about those KPIs and, and those efficiency indicators. And now there's, I'm seeing a surge in some of my teams to say, you know, not only do I want my remote people to be efficient, but but I, I want to put these five initiatives in place that will that will allow me to measure uh, some of the efficiency. And so that's I think it's that's a smart way to go about it. I, I always think that companies need to look at their efficiency metrics and and what I call reinspect the factory. Um, but this it, this is a good opportunity for us to do that. Dude, this is great. Well, I'll let you get, we, I know I already talked over your time that you had scheduled with us, but uh, I'll let you get the back half of this uh, seven minutes left in the hour to do a yes. hit workout or something. But go. man, this is, this is fantastic. And I always enjoy talking with you. And then uh, we'll plan uh, end of the year or something. We'll come back out or as soon as we'll, we'll just wait until it's all. Yeah. 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 And, and, and let's talk about, um, uh, why don't you guys think about some, uh, geo regional leader bits groups maybe let's do uh let's do a virtual uh kind of summit with some of your leader bits uh customers yeah, that's here a in, great idea. in the area yeah let's do something like that all right awesome yeah we'll think about how to do that and maybe we'll get yeah we'll get some of your some customers together some of your your leaders together and we can just do some re we'll find a cool way to do some remote stuff yeah we'll just do a town hall kind of thing done see yeah. that's why yes that's why you're mike <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you so much. We're going to uh, edit this up and I think we're going to put it out this afternoon. Sammy Link, stay safe, stay clean, wash your hands, be good. Talk soon. Talk soon, buddy. Bye. Bye.